Yeah, how are you? How's it going? I'm good. How about you? Good, good, good. Um, yeah. Trying to stay quarantined. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> We're a little yeah. stir crazy, but I have Animal Crossing. I just got it, so that's taking up my time. <laughs> All right. Is was your was your like commute to work pretty hectic, or was it? Uh, before it, well, I actually moved in the middle of the quarantine, like dirt while it happened. I moved like ten miles away from work before it was like yeah. less than a mile away. So it was never. Oh, okay. Okay. But okay. now I'm working fully from home. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm glad. Thank you so much for um for doing this for hopping on with me. Yeah, of course. So basically, like, just to give you a quick background. So, essentially, um, the whole goal of this is to help, like, shed light for people who are considering, you know, maybe going down the same path that you went down. Mm -hmm. um and like going through a coding boot camp um and getting those skills so that whether they're trying to make a career switch or whether um it's you know their first thing and they just know that that's that's the route that they want to go yeah so yeah so just to kind of cool. talk to you and and pick your brain a little bit um sure. and so the first thing that i wanted to ask you was what like in terms of your prior knowledge of coding was that there did you already know something and then you kind of honed in on your skills at the boot camp or did you like know nothing at all and jumped in um i knowing now what coding actually is i can be confident saying that i did not know anything um i did dabble before like years prior uh with just like basic like html and css which is just customization back in the day with like MySpace and Zanga and all that. Um, right, right. Just a little playing around, um, but I never really delved too deep into it. So okay. for the most part, it's just, yeah, pretty basic. And I was, okay. I wasn't the only one. Some people had never even done anything at all. Right. So then, so then once you got in, um, so you knew like a little bit of uh, HTML, CSS, and then you had classmates who didn't know it, had no prior knowledge. Um, and so what was, was there no, um, cause I've heard of some coding boot camps having like, a some sort of entrance exam, I guess, mm -hmm. um, where they test you and then they pick their students based off of that. So the yeah. one you attended did not have that. It did have it. Um, but it was more, as opposed to just prior skills, it was more logic based. Um, okay. So there was a couple of math questions, okay. um, a kind of like word problems. They're pretty complicated. Um, and then there was also an actual like interview to kind of assess your interest and kind of get a feel for your, I guess, enthusiasm for it. And, you know, like, are you, is this going to be the right thing for you? Um, so there was, and it was graded and everything. Um, but yeah, it didn't really need that hard skill set, just more logic based. Like, will you be able to retain this? If you're good at, you know, basic math and some uh, mostly logic based stuff. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, okay. So then once you, once you were in, um, actually, wait, actually before that, before you were in, was there like with traditional, you know, universities and stuff like, you know, colleges, they have like financial aid. Um, mm -hmm. So is that something that also was offered for people who would be interested in going but don't necessarily have like you know a pile of cash to pay for it up front <laughs> um for the most part um they have flexible payment options 
Um, it's not so much as like an actual borrowed loan. Um, it was either you can pay the entire amount up front and then get a discount, or um, you could pay installments um, as long as it was paid in full, but by the time right. the class was over. Um, okay. Yeah, but I did okay. see there's, uh, since coding boot camps are kind of really getting more popular and really getting that kind of credibility, there's our like just independent kind of scholarship programs, you know, especially okay. for anybody that's, uh, you know, underrepresented, like they're really trying to get people in there because they can really see the value. That is awesome. Um, I'll actually like, I'll maybe like email you after the call and see like, um, if you can send me some of those resources just so I can yeah, for people definitely. to see. Okay. Um, okay. So, so boom, you get in. So once you're in, um, what was like the day to day? What, what did that look like? Um, and you said, you mentioned you did the full time versus, or sorry, you did the part time and not the full time. So what's the difference yeah. between the two? So I did the part time one, uh, which was six months long, um, 24 weeks. And that was uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., I think. Okay. No, I got that. I forgot. It's been, you know, almost a year now. Uh, I know I took up quite a bit of my time, but it was two hours. Um, and then on Saturdays, it was four hours from 10 a.m. to 2. Um, then there's the full-time one um, that is Monday through Friday, uh, 10 to 2, I believe. Um, and that one's 12 weeks. Um, and so it's more accelerated, but I chose the part-time so that I could still work my full-time job um, throughout the day. And that's pretty much the case for everybody. They had full-time jobs or, <clears throat> you know, kids. They, they basically stayed in their career and then did, you know, the boot camp afterwards. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty awesome that you can have, like, a full-time job and do this part-time. Mm -hmm. um, and then and you said six months, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then in six – that's really awesome. So then – what was you know once you're in there what was like the most the most challenging thing for you um throughout the program or maybe if there's multiple like what were the most challenging parts of the program for for you yeah i mean i think in general it's that initial shock of i don't know this um yeah. and i think as it is so it's like a learning curve as, as soon as you kind of get over that first you know hum um, you, you kind of learn how to learn. So then it's like, oh, okay, this is how I learned that. Now I know the resources that I can use. Now I know, you know, different workarounds. So it's really just that like shock of, oh my gosh, now we're doing backends. Now we're doing API stuff. I don't know what a server is. Um, but then once you get that, once you finally get that aha moment, you, you feel okay. Like it's fine. I don't get it right now, but I will. Okay. Um, and then um what was your i know like when we talked earlier you told me how you um because i so let me take one step back um you went to the georgia tech coding boot camp correct mm -hmm. okay so yeah so when i was looking at their website they had um like ui ux then they had like cybersecurity, then they had uh web development and then they had data science and you did mm -hmm. the web development right yeah so full stack web development so that includes front end so it's a little tiny bit of like UI UX stuff and then back end as well. Okay. And then um, for, so I have uh, like a lot of friends who are programmers and mm -hmm. they, they might laugh at me for asking this question, but it's yeah. something that a lot of people uh, 
are always curious about when it comes to this type of stuff but what which languages did you learn and like learn to code in yeah um so the main language that i learned was javascript um but with programming there's you can learn a language but then you, there's also different technologies that you use so it's different kinds of like ways to deploy websites um and databases so like for example MySQL or even just SQL in general it's not so much a language but it's a way that it's it's a language that databases use so I'm not you know right. coding a website using it so right. on top of just the JavaScript language there's also all these different libraries and technologies um, and tools that we learn too okay okay cool so then um, 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 um okay so you go in you're you're learning how to learn <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you're kind of getting the hang of it um so what once you once you went through the program um and you were done what what did you feel like it prepared you for like did you feel like it prepared you for an entry-level job did you feel like it prepared you for i don't know um like designing your own apps or programs like what did you feel like okay i'm definitely prepared for this with the experience i've gone through yeah um honestly it was very uh different on an individual basis um because we learned full stack you know a lot of people kind of were like wow i really like the the front end aspect of it and then you know they would obviously show that in their projects and so our TAs and the, uh, the instructor they would really hone in on that be like wow you're really great at that so they would be like all right cool I'm really going to delve into that learn some extra technologies uh, me in particular I like the mixture of front end and back end so I was like okay cool we're going to do full stack and even then the all the instructors and all of the TAs they were incredible they all did this only like part-time uh, just as an extra random job they're all you know yeah. actual programmers they just did it because they have the passion for it and the passion to teach um so these are like high level like senior programmers so we really got to pick their brain and they gave us all the comments in the world to let us know like you guys are not just entry-level little you know code monkeys as they call it like you guys are real developers at this point look at the projects that we would be pumping out individual ones and team projects these were actual applications that we were to deploy using, you know, a mixture of crazy databases and all these different technologies and React, which is uh, a front end library that's really complicated and really high demand. Um, and actually touching on that, they're, they're very good about changing their curriculum uh, based off of what's in demand at the moment, because obviously technology grows and grows and changes so fast. Um, so in fact, right, I think right after my bootcamp, they, change the curriculum a little bit to, uh, I think, add a little bit more Python, um, as well as like some other kind of like React library um, to make sure that it's still relevant so that you can really go in really prepared for whatever job. Okay, that's awesome. Um, and so then, so that's really cool that like you, you, you felt more, you felt not just like a code monkey and you felt like I'm capable and, you know, I'm a true programmer and I can, you know, kind of go out and yeah. conquer. <laughs> um, and so after that, what was the kind of like that journey to fi now find work, right? And get, mm -hmm. you know, um, compensated for your skills that you now have. What was that yeah. like? Did they help you with that process or were you kind of all by yourself? And was it a long process? 
Yeah, so they had, um, Georgia Tech, the boot camp, they had a really good, uh, like, resource to, like, help build your resume. They had little um, workshops where you could go and practice interviewing. And those were on a, you know, as as scheduled basis. I mean, it came with it. So if you want to take advantage of it, you could. Uh, me personally, I used to interview people back when I worked in retail. Uh, so yeah. I felt pretty, you know, comfortable speaking and everything. So I didn't opt for that. But during the class, though, <clears throat> they make sure they really emphasize, like, build your portfolio. And so our first homework was build your website. And then every single time you have a homework, you have to submit it, but through your portfolio. And then, you know, we have our GitHub profiles, you know, make sure that you have your repositories, you know, in order of what you think is most impressive. So they really emphasize that like throughout the whole six months, it wasn't a last minute. All right, now get your stuff together. It was right. like, Hey, this matters, you know, yeah. GitHub, there's little tiny green squares that show you how much you code and how many basically code snippets that you've submitted per day. And, you know, people look at that and, they, they taught us those little tricks of like, hey, make sure you have this six months to really show that you've been doing this for a while, not just a last minute um, little project. But after all that's been done, um, it's just going out there and looking at websites. And the crazy thing is that all these kinds of jobs are extremely in demand. Like, yeah. I've seen, you know, when I've applied for other different fields, it's like, oh, shoot, I'm like constantly refreshing, looking for like, oh, there's one little listing. Here it was like, oh my goodness, I need to just do research for all these companies because I get to choose. I get to choose what I what I want because there's so many different kinds of programming jobs, different kinds of, I said there's UI, UX, cybersecurity, you know, different aspects of it. Um, so apart from that, just start applying, phone interviews. Um, and a lot of it is just practice, to be honest. Mm. Um, what I learned, I ended up doing a lot of phone interviews, a lot of, um, you know, just little online submissions and stuff. And I would hear back. And the main thing I got out of it is just like, keep trying because yeah, I got, you know, some rejections, um, quite a few to be honest, but it was a learning experience every time because this was my first tech job ever. Yeah. Um, so I really got to kind of learn what it was they were looking for, what it was they were asking for. Um, and just keep going until at that point, you know, I had a few offers, a few actual real, hey, we have an assessment for you. Do this homework and give it back to us in four days because you sound like you know what you're talking about. We want to see it. Uh, after that, you know, a few in-person interviews. Um, so it's really taking every single interview as a, a learning experience, but you really did have to put yourself out there. Um, the program really gave you the tools that you could broadcast, but after that, it really was up to you to like get out there and you know, get your name out there for yeah. you. No, that's awesome. And congrats on like landing your job and like going through that process. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's Thank really you. cool that you did all this. Um, and so, <laughs> so I, I, like I told you, I was super excited to talk to you because this is a topic I'm like really, really interested in. Um, so I'm trying to like also remember that there's an audience who wants their answer, uh, their question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, not just being selfish and asking my own questions, but <laughs> something that I think uh, a lot of people would want to know is um, like, or let me put it this way. What, what would you say to, you know, that girl or that guy who is um, working, you know, in 
a field that has nothing to do with technology and at least not what they're actively doing um, in, in their role, yeah. who is interested in doing what you did and going down that same path, but is a little bit intimidated because they don't have that background knowledge. Like, what would you say to, what would you say to that person? I would say there, there's nothing more valuable than soft skills, which is, you know, having that experience with either customer service or being able to write up reports or just being very organized if you've been an administrative person. Those things, they wouldn't teach you in a kind of like computer science class. Um, they can find great coders all day long, but at the end of the day, when these companies are hiring people, they want people they want to work with. They want, you know, people that are friendly, you know, nice, right. outgoing, not even outgoing. You can have your own personality, um, but then you can bring something to the table. So in my case, I worked retails, retail for years and years and years. So it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I worked in clothing retail. And in my head, you thought, oh, what I, I can fold t-shirts really well what's that gonna do for you but you, you really think back and it's like no i have money management skills technically i have you know customer service i have stress management i have you know like there's a lot of soft skills that you really gain from every single field that you really don't think about until you can apply it to these places um so i strongly encourage everyone to do any kind like cross field because that just makes you more unique and more valuable um yeah that's just that's really it like they really want the individual person like they can you can be the there's a, a, a an amazing coder but they're not the nicest or they're just kind of a little grump or they've only like coding is their blood but they're just you know that's it they have nothing else to contribute versus somebody that's you know they're an okay coder or they're new but they're, they're really good to work with or they're really friendly or, you know, they've got other relevant skills that maybe someone else on their team doesn't have. I can safely say like seven or eight times out of 10, they'll go for that. Okay. Coder. Cause you can teach someone how to have those new skills all day long. But if you're right. just a good person, like that's something that's hard to find. Yeah. You can't teach personality. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's good. That's, that's super encouraging. Um, and then, so, you know, once you're done and you're applying for jobs and you get some rejections and you get some offers um, and you land your job, uh, once you get in there and you start actually working, right, mm -hmm. um, and it's no longer like the classroom environment, um, what were some of the things or was there anything that kind of surprised you or that you didn't expect, you know, like a um like on the job um now that you're doing it or I guess maybe when you yeah. when you first got into the job you're probably used to it now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well I can say across the board it's been talked about hugely in the tech industry and I'm sure other ones as well but imposter syndrome is a real thing when you first start especially as someone you know oh I just got out of a boot camp and now these like real engineers are here it's like Oh, you're here for a reason and you got it and that's the whole point like there's training involved there's uh like they didn't accidentally hire you um <laughs> so it's that imposter syndrome is real and it is scary and then it's also working in a real actual uh like enterprise kind of level um because it's one thing doing little projects and doing individual websites to your you know 
wants and desires or a little you know group project with a ta but once you kind of get in the real part of it you know all these different tools and processes there's uh you know the agile process and they use jira boards to you know i'm gonna to file these bugs and you know requests and it's like we're gonna work in sprints and do only this one little tiny feature like for the next week you're gonna work on fixing this button it's like what um (laughs) so it's a really broken down and very collaborative um kind of job which a a big misconception is that like oh you're a coder you're gonna be in the corner coding all day like it is the complete opposite is extremely collaborative um so that's all the more reason why you need those soft skills and you need that kind of like just real world experience from any other field and i think that was the biggest um surprise to me that it's very collaborative but also in a good way it's very very in my experience like a, a nurturing kind of environment if you don't know something that's totally fine because nobody knows everything it's impossible right. um, but the good thing is if there's any kind of good technology or tool there's good documentation online for it um that's the whole point of like hey here's a new technology here's how to use it um and people will share that with each other or you know yeah, yeah there's no one solution to anything there's so many different ways so it's just very like it's more fluid it's, it seems like oh my gosh it's scary if i press one wrong button it's gonna break everything but it's just, it's very collaborative it's very uh creative um so yeah i would say it's just that's the most surprising (laughs) thing that i experienced okay um and then is there anything that um i guess in hindsight looking back is there anything that you wish you would have known that you didn't know like if you know if you could like go back and like give some advice to your you know, like <laughs> your old self and be like, yeah. hey, listen here, like, let me just tell you this before you get started. Is there anything <laughs> that you would, that you would go back and kind of say to yourself to help? Um, let's see, if it was like during, you know, very, very beginning of starting the bootcamp, um, just like, don't be afraid. It's going to be okay. Because um, yeah. you have those moments of like, oh my gosh, I just, this homework is so hard. I don't know what I'm doing. This isn't like I don't belong here. So it's that imposter syndrome even within the class. Um, but everybody goes through that together, and that's the whole point. You are at a school. They are there to teach you. <laughs> um, you have the resources. There's the TAs. You know, don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, don't get stubborn and try to figure it out yourself. Like, raise your hand a little bit more. You know, make those okay. questions heard. And it's not even just for your own benefit but other people might be it's wanting to know that question too but they're afraid so it helps everybody in the classroom so it's just don't be afraid to look like the one that doesn't know anything because everyone's in it together and just yeah like take advantage and just take in all the information take advantage of these super senior level programmers um that's what i would say (laughs) and 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 last question (laughs) because i know like there's probably someone who's gonna watch this who maybe even is working in retail just like you were right um and like will probably understand in the vague sense but not really uh uh, like have clarity on it 
Um, so I just wanted to ask you this question to kind of make it real for, for them, for that person. Um, mm-hmm. What, in terms of like standard of living, right? Because people think that coders are billionaires, <laughs> <laughs> right? But like, um, no, but like in terms of like standard of living, like if I'm working in retail and, you know, I'm like, okay, I really want a career switch and I think this might be a path, like, could you speak a little bit on that? Like how much your standard of living can increase from the salary difference from, you know, when you get your first job as a programmer versus, yeah. you know, working in retail? Um, if we're especially uh, comparing my current job to like something service-based, like retail or food service or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes to compensation, work-life balance, everything, drastic change. <laughs> I cannot emphasize that enough. Uh, the main things are the schedule, first of all. It's uh, finally, I have a nine-to-five, like, <laughs> you know, Monday through Friday. So I, even saying yeah. that, you know, that's a huge change. Um, the, the, the pay difference, um, you know, retail, you can work your way up into different positions and everything, but, you know, it's capped at a certain point. You have to start getting into management or even get to corporate to get, you know, a decent, you know, a very comfortable, you know, cushy wage. With, with technology, the whole technology field in general, um, especially in a tech company, so that's another thing too. Programmers exist for every single type of um, right. field. Um, but it's, it's really, it's, it's, they compensate you <laughs> when it comes to benefits and stuff and the actual pay. And the reason why is because it's so in demand, they, they have to sell the position to the person. You know, I was over here shopping around, I was brand new and I could be like, Hmm, I don't like the company. I'm not going to apply for them. <laughs> so they're really like, please, we're going to give you, you know, five weeks paid off your first year. And. Uh, for example, my health benefits are 100% paid for. Like, I don't, it's completely, you know, zero out of pocket for me. Um, as well as the chance to work from home. Like, even now, you know, the situation we're in is crazy, unprecedented, all that. But I get to fully work remote. Um, my workload hasn't changed at all. Um, and even before this happened, uh, I was working one, two days a week from home just because, you know, oh, I don't feel like commuting. And, my my office is my laptop um and it was you know i've had coworkers like yeah i'm gonna go to the philippines to visit my family i'll take my laptop and i'll still work and i'll be there for two months um so it's that flexibility as well um it's just it's a crazy difference it's (laughs) i know they say like oh like money or circumstances can't buy happiness but like it's when you finally just have that comfort and you know it's that sense of security the security is completely priceless and in a field like this and a job like this you, w- once you're in you're in like you you are set basically you know yeah. once you have that on your resume people are going to come knocking on your door basically you know essentially you know on linkedin or wherever like hey i see you have this skill you want to come to our company i know you are even uh, looking right now but use you um so yeah, it's it's a drastic, drastic difference, and I, I that's why I'm so excited to always talk about it and practically an evangelist for it. You know, I was just yeah. a, I, I'm I don't have a college degree. Uh, I went to college for a year and dropped out, and just you know worked in retail, the same company for ten years, thinking oh well, one day I'll end up in corporate, and and then just with this one switch, you know, it's it's a whole new start. That's that's really awesome, like. 
I, that's so awesome. Like we just met and I already feel super proud of you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. And the thing too is like, I'm, 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 I'm a little older. I'm not, you know, old, old. I mean, I just turned 30 years old. Um, and so it's at that point, sometimes, you know, some people already have kids married, all that, but it's like me going into this, I feel like a spring chicken, you know, the, the bounds are endless. You, you can only grow from here. Um, so it's just, it's so exciting. And I, if anybody ever comes to me with a question, I'm like you do it. <laughs> Even if you learn yeah. on, if you yeah. go through a boot camp, there's you know websites. There's so many websites we can learn on your own. Um, it's it's just the best field in my opinion. If it's mm. if it's for you, if you like it at all, or even if you're just kind of the the type that will grind and do something you don't like, like it's is worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, um, and then what? A, so two last questions I have for you. Um, so along the lines of actually so landing a job um uh what so the first one is like how long did it take you between um graduation and then like mm -hmm. getting your first job and mm -hmm. then the second one the second question is for somebody thinking about like they're gonna go through this boot camp um what uh, this is a mm -hmm. tough question to ask but like if you could give like a range, like what's kind of like a salary range that's like considered normal to expect for mm -hmm. some of these entry level jobs, you know, after you finish this boot camp. So yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um well let's see. I graduated in August um of last year. I actually started applying along with some of my other classmates as well in July. Um, because at that point already we felt comfortable like at that Towards the last little bit, we were already just kind of doing little tweaks or learning little tricks, you know, whatnot. So we already had a portfolio that we could put out and, you know, I felt comfortable answering interview questions. Um, so I started interviewing in July, really ramped it up in August. And then um, it was, let's see, September, I started heavily interviewing. And then I finally got my job offer October 1st. Okay. And then I, you know, put in my two weeks on my job and I started like mid-October. Um, so yeah. How, I mean, did that, a how did that feel when you put like, when you put in your two weeks and you're oh, like, I'm getting out of here. It was like, read a minute. <laughs> 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 oh, I felt so good. I, I feel bad too. A little bit, not really. Oh, it, was, it was the most like, bye Felicia moment ever. Oh, oh, I was so excited. And because... At work, people knew that I was doing the class and everything. So, um, you know, people go to school sometimes and it's like they graduate and nothing comes of it. But they saw like, you know, they saw me in my computer practicing, doing some homework. And then, I'll, you know, when I said, oh, my gosh, got a job, like everyone is so excited. Like yeah. they saw the work into it. Um, and it was the best feeling ever. You know, my mom okay. cried. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it, it, was, it was the best feeling ever. Um, and then as far as like the actual kind of like range of what you can expect, um, it is really broad because they said there's different companies that programmers or coders or for example, I'm actually a support engineer. So I okay. do a little bit of actual development like coding but for the most part. Um, I help other engineers 
implement our product to their code base, basically. Um, so there's different positions, there's different companies, whether you end up working for like a law firm, or I have a friend that works in insurance and benefits. Yeah. I work for an actual tech company. So there's different right. companies. And then within that, different positions. Um, so let's say if you were to work at a non-tech company as an like, entry-level developer, anything under 60,000 a year is like robbery, <laughs> to put it blankly. Yeah. Uh, so I would say 60 is a really safe, like entry-level, fresh out of boot camp, fresh out of college um, starting point. Um, yeah. And then if you get into like a actual tech company most likely that's the best kind of range you're gonna get um for like you know a, a mid-entry developer like if you're really good or your portfolio is really good or depending on their tech stack you know maybe mm -hmm. they don't use anything too complicated um you can expect anywhere like top range 100k um even even like entry level like coming into a job like out yeah. of the camp yeah because Entry level is like the skill set, but you can go into it as long as you kind of can show you, you show them your code, you show them your projects, right. you show them all right. the stuff. And so if you can prove like, hey, I'm actually pretty good, which right. coming out of the boot camp, a lot of us were, you know, I felt really confident in my skills. Um, like I got like I, I'm a support engineer, but I came in as a level two. Um, okay. So there's people that had already been there a year, two years, but because, oh, wow. you know, I had, I don't know, I just did good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my interview was really well. Um, and so, for example, like Linux is an operating system. It's not a language, but in class, we've learned it. And that was one of the main things um, that they were looking for. Like, oh, my gosh, this girl knows Linux and she can, you know, work a terminal and navigate around using, you know, the black and white screen, the scariest screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, that I just learned in class. I had no idea what that was before. Like, wow, you know, so they in-depth tested me and, you know, so I got a higher level of that position um, just coming out. Like, so right. it's really just whatever skill you can show if you've just up to your chops and just really work hard, take advantage of your resources, the senior programmer, in instructor, the, right. the TAs, like, it, you can come out of it, you know, 80, 90, 100K. That's, that's really, yeah, no, that's, I think a lot of people are going to hear that and like really <laughs> into it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm selling uh, some snake oil. No. <laughs> like in retail, I was doing okay because I was a manager, but even yeah. that, like I was, it was 50K, which, you know, in retail, like, cool, that's pretty good. Um, but it's, I'm making tens and tens, many, a lot more <laughs> now. Right. And, six, and you have the weekend. flexibility that you mentioned before the flexibility my my benefits are completely paid for i don't have to do that um uh, i have a technology allowance because we have to use our phones since we're on call sometimes <laughs> so like they pay my phone bill um when this quarantine stuff happened um they gave all of us you know a, a five six hundred dollar budget to build our own home office so if you need a desk if you need an external monitor here you go. We're expensive. So I got myself a sick wide screen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the best job ever. And I and I love my job. I love my job. I love the people. Um, yeah. and that's the best part too. Like people in tech for, for the most part, they're just like 
easygoing, like little nerds. Like I don't mean that in a bad way. Like I'm the biggest yeah, yeah. as well. Like they're it's just so casual. Like it's just a lot of smart people that are passionate about what they do and that like are pretty lighthearted for the most part. So like I genuinely love well now I don't go to work. I love logging into work and you know, talking to everyone and and it's just it's the best thing ever. It's that's <laughs> awesome. No, that's great. Um, Tanya, thank you so, so, so yeah, much for hopping on with me. I really appreciate it. Um, and then I'll, I'll reach out uh, for the resource um, yeah. that you mentioned for like financial, mm -hmm. um, financial aid or loans or whatever. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for having me and letting me explode about how much I love it. It's, <laughs> it's the best. Oh, yeah. No, awesome. Thank you. I'll see you. Hopefully we'll chat soon and this won't be the last time. Yeah, definitely. All right. Have a good one. Ciao. Bye.